This episode is brought to you by Gin & Co, author website design specialists. If you want a beautiful and functional website to promote your books and brand, reach out to Gin today. His work includes tailored, expertly designed, professional author websites. I finally have a website I'm proud to share. And we've got a special offer for Words and Nerds listeners. Reach out today and get a free domain name and website hosting for the first year. You can get their website essentials package, includes domain name, website hosting, backup and security, free for the first year with any website purchase. This is valued at $330 a year. Choose a website designed to bring your author brand to life. You can find more details about this special offer at ginand.co forward slash words and nerds. It's the Nerdler Game! Where we share our challenges. Plus, we meet expert guests. But will we all hit 50k? Find out with the Nerdler Game! Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast. We are back for episode two with the NaNoWriMo series. Yeah. Started at zero words. We'll see who's a winner and who's a loser today. But we are joined by with Adrian Beck. Yes, I'm here. I, where, where else would I be? Uh, one week be? into Nano, I mean, uh, this is just—it's taken over my life. Um, <laughs> we'll see that um, with your numbers. Yeah. I did a did a little bit of spying today on the Nano app thingy, and I'm not sure that's entirely true. Interesting. <laughs> Or is that a double bluff? We it shall find out in bluff. just a moment. Oh. And Tristan Banks, welcome back. Hey, thanks a lot. Good to be here. And Christy Byrne, of course. Super excited. Thank you for having us. Christy Byrne, the human sunshine. <laughs> what are you? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, before we do numbers, because that's really exciting, can I do a couple of internet shout outs? Yes. Please do. So I love Belinda M. Grants. It's my comment of the week. It's a bit embarrassing how much I've been looking forward to this podcast episode and it delivered. (laughs) Sadly, I'm not able to join this Nano, but last year's Nano, um, you know, she's still going with that. We've got Joe Diggs. This was six days ago, um, but she said she was going to play it on the bus, but she forgot her headphones. I told her to go ahead anyway. Yeah, uh, she, was at, <laughs> she was at 2,200 words six days ago. So we'd love an update from you, Joe Diggs. She's looking at the line of desire. She says, here I come. Mm. Uh, then we've got JF Gibson. Um, she has a group who've come together to cheer each other on. She was at two and a half thousand six days ago. The book muse was at seven six days ago. Cassie Polly Many uh, still editing 2021's Nano. We get that. Uh, Matthew <laughs> Durbridge started this year, two and a half thousand words so far, six days ago. And Carolyn Dawson was at 2,800 six days ago. Marissa mm. Pletz was at 1,000 a week ago. And Michelle Upton was at 1,000 and fingers crossed for mm. tomorrow. So that's a little bit of a shout out for the people uh, doing Nano online. So if you are, we'd love to get your updates and we can um, you can travel with us. What do you reckon? Done, you guys. Well Very done. Good. good start. But some of those numbers were good starts too. They were good Because that's the whole spirit of Nano really, isn't it? That, that sort of cheering each other on, people doing something that maybe they haven't done before mm. or that they don't believe they can do again. Even when you've written a whole bunch of books, you're still every time, and particularly 50,000 in a month is haunting. <laughs> I've never hit the 50,000 before, even though this is my third attempt. So, um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Love the community. Three's yep. a charm. Three is a charm. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Danny. 
is it the, is the moment upon us? I, I think I think so. I think we just need to crack on and either celebrate or just move on from the sadness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. <Okay. laughs> All right. Well, let me bring up the graph because, as we know, I'm the graph master. You and, are the uh, graph master. And are we going to share the, the graph on uh, on socials or something too? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I love the graph. Public I'm humiliation. Yes. <laughs> Public <laughs> accountability. That's right. Oh, accountability. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start with Chris, Christy. Day one, uh, last time we caught up with you about a week ago. Christy, day one, what were you up to? How did you start? Oh, look, that's so long ago. I can hardly <laughs> recall. <laughs> I think I did a 1,000. I think yeah. I did a 1,000. Yeah. You're around the thousand mark. You started pretty yeah. well. That's pretty good. I mean, the sixteen hundred is is what you want a day, uh, and you were just under, I believe. But a week in, Christy Byrne has hit nine thousand four hundred and sixty six. Well done. I'm pretty happy with that. Like I was not expecting it to be that. See that little? I'm approaching the line of desire, and then <laughs> you are. Yes, and then I fall away. Well, that's harsh, Manny. Rebelling against the line of I, desire. I feel like now I'm parallel to the okay. line of desire, but not paralysed. Okay. <laughs> we have to explain what the line of desire is. What we is probably it? should, yeah. Adrian? The line of desire is the, it, we've got a graph in front of us and we are plotting our word count on the graph. And if you are getting that uh, that magic number of 1,600 words or, or so a day, then you are going to be hitting that, that line that's right in the middle of the graph, the one we've been calling the line of desire, and you'll be right on track to hit 50K at the end of the month. So unfortunately, Christy was sort of parallel to the line of desire, just below that 1600 a day mark, and she's dipped off, but then she's sort of curved back up. So I believe in her. I think uh, this Absolutely. next week, it's make it, or break it, for Christy. It is foretold. <laughs> oh, wow. She's, I remembered. She's, she's foretold. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe I can't, I can't believe it. I wasn't ready for it. I think that's amazing. <laughs> it is foretold. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. That laugh is okay, great. Well done, Christy. Well done, Christy. Now, of course, we should be, if we were following the line of desire, uh, Tristan, as you would know, because I know you, you pay close attention to these things, we should be <laughs> at exactly today, end of today, we should be eight days in, 13,328. Wow. So, Christy, you're just a touch off that, but you're still doing very, very well. So I'm going to turn my attention now to Danny. Yeah. Danny V, uh, you started strong, didn't you? Do you remember mm, what you were day yeah. one? Around 2,200, I think. Yeah, you were well over that 1,600 <laughs> mark. Around, just around 2,200. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> How's the bullying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just jealous. <laughs> and Danny, you yeah. You've uh, put in a week's worth of effort. I have. Starting off just over 2,000, above the line of desire. Today, eight days in, you are oh, 12,525 words. Danny V, if you don't know. That is very nice. A lot of pushing, a lot of pushing, and a lot of I figured out I work the best when I literally trap myself in my own car with nothing but the ability to write. That is my, now my writing process. Have you been doing that this week? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
trapping yourself in your own car. Like it is doing school <laughs> pickup. Like I don't oh, right, just sit okay. in the garage. I just <laughs> go to school pickup. Yeah, I go to school pickup a little bit earlier. I sit in the car, probably wait for maybe 45 minutes because they've all got stuff on every afternoon. And I sit in the car with my phone so I can't count the words and I can't focus on the words and I can't get distracted and I just do that. So wow. trapping myself in small spaces is is working for me. I don't recommend that for everyone. but <laughs> It's worked this week, people. That's great. You just, now Danny, speaking of the line of desire, is just dipping below the line of desire, but not by much. There's only like 700 words in it. So she's pretty much on track to hit that 50k. Are you feeling uh, comfortable and sort of confident? Oh, look, I had to push this week. I had a lot going on. So I really did have to focus and push. I'm not sure if I can sustain that for another three weeks, but time will tell. It is foretold. (laughs) Is is it foretold? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Didn't realise we were foretelling so much, but it is foretold. It is foretold. See, we're nailing that this week, I tell you. Okay, so last week. You know what? Foretelling. We seem to be um, possibly. (laughs) I I don't know. I was just saying it. (laughs) All right. Now, brings us to uh, Teabagger. Now, Tristan, you started pretty strong, um, and yeah, you're working on uh, some sort of uh, self-help book. Is that right? Because <laughs> I feel like it's not right. <laughs> oh, no, it's not really a self-help book. It's my, it's this looking back at like 25 years worth of notebooks, uh, writing three pages, most mornings in that. Yeah. And so it's actually nano, you know, nanon fico or something like that, rather than nanorimo in a way. It's sort of, um, you know, it's a non-fiction something. So in a way, it is a lot easier to write more words when it's non-fic and it's uh, it, you're reacting to something. Like I'm reading stuff in these journals and then I'm going blah, 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 and I'm just going on a rant that's inspired by that particular aspect of the writing or creative process. Wow. So I'm finding it so much faster than writing fiction. Okay. So it's a self-help book. And what he's got to <laughs> is, what did we just start at? You started well over 2000, didn't you, Tristan, day one? actually but yeah i think it was over 2000 from memory and as of day eight you should be if you're on track 13 and a half thousand thereabouts you are on seventeen thousand five hundred and seventy three well-chosen words that's fantastic that's it i quit i mean well done I've never had this problem before. I should have been writing Nanon Fico uh, like for years as opposed to this fiction <laughs> malarkey where you've got to, you know, imagine things that don't exist, whereas this is all, I guess, stuff that I'm sort of riffing on ideas that I um, do know about but I didn't realise I knew about, you know, yeah. like coming to it. Anyway, it's, it's, um, it's been fun and I've been writing on the iPad, so I've been going out to a cafe, getting a double shot, writing on the iPad. In, in notes and then coming and copying and pasting and dumping that into the into the script. Love, it. Love mm. it, mate. You're smashing it. You'll be done. You'll have a week to spare at the end of this. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, and uh, that brings us to me. And uh, sadly, and this is 100% true, <laughs> I've locked myself out of the Nano, the nano website. Wow. <laughs> and you hassled me out for not sending the, you the exact graph today. Well, I've I've contacted I've contacted the help site and uh, they're they're trying to get me back in but uh, yeah my I I've locked myself out but um so this is all a big bluff we've been like sneaking a peek at your graph 
no, thinking no, no. that you I were like having when I was some sort of to issue. Get my update this afternoon. So <laughs> maybe does one do one of you have it in front of you there, and you could remind me of what I'm on because eight, I can't eight, get eight. onto it. <laughs> Eight thousand? Was it eight? No, 000? just eight, just three eights, mate. Eight hundred and eighty-eight. Eight hundred and eighty-eight. That's it. Yeah, yeah, mate. That's it. Jeepers, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so is that a double bluff? Like, come on. No, it's not a we had a long weekend in Melbourne. I went down to the beach and I was out. Perfect time to write. Freezing really. cold water. Hey, mate, it's Thursday tomorrow. Yeah, that's what long is... weekends. Long weekends are one day. <laughs> no, it's two days in Melbourne. It's two days. Have, day yeah, have you, have you, the you fake public the holiday on the Monday. Yeah, everyone oh. just takes Monday off. Yeah. Well, that was a bit of a letdown, Adrian, but I know you'll make a comeback. I have faith. Okay. Yeah, well, Tristan's well ahead. Uh, Danny V is just almost at the line of desire, and Christy Burns just below her, and then I'm bringing up the rear. I, I, I miscounted my days. I'm not really a mathematician. I thought I had to be at 12 and a half. Turns out I miscalculated, ah. and I stopped riding at 12 and a half, so there you go. I thought I had to be at 888. Yeah, well, well done. But you know <laughs> so, what? Do you know what? I know we've got to talk about these numbers, but I've got – I've got some guests waiting. Much better. Much. Uh, let's so, move on from the numbers. Can we do that and then circle back? No. Nah, I would like to circle on. back to Adrian's yeah, 888 because. No, I don't think we need to we'll do just, that. After <laughs> the guests, we'll just focus on Adrian. I've got um, a feeling these guests are going to be so good that we will forget so, about the numbers. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a who am I because they've got their cameras off. And um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go, who am I? And you're going to yell out the answer when I'm done. And then they're going to turn on the camera and reveal if if you're right. So you ready? Guest one. I describe myself as a loose cannon. I write gritty, raw novels. The internet would not be the same without my shirtless selfies. In fact, it Ooh. would be entirely pointless. Cheapest. But <laughs> now is it down? <laughs> or does it? Come on, use your, use your voice as your beeper. Adrian's already here. <laughs> That's right. Anyone? Where would the internet be without those? Oh, oh, right. You want us to guess now? Yeah. Holden Shepherd, right? Oh, well done, Holden. <laughs> yes, the Shep. Yeah. Is Only it? if you're wearing a shirt, though. Hey! <laughs> there he is. Did you yeah. like how I described you? Uh, I did. Yeah, the internet would have no meaning without have no meaning. So, it would have been dead. It would be like the Optus, you know, outage today. That's right. Pointless. I would get off the internet if there was, you know, if that content dried up. <laughs> Don't worry, it's pathological. I can't stop it. <laughs> I like it. All right. I get teased for my selfies and being on socials. I don't care. Just do it more. Um, <laughs> yes, two. Uh, two. Yeah, I've got two. I know. I don't follow rules, Adrian. Guess two. <laughs> I write horror, thriller novels mm. and YA novels, but with less killing. I have a soft spot for Hannibal Lecter, who doesn't, oh, yes. and my two cavoodles. Who am I? I know who this one is. Who is it? It's Gabrielle Bergmosa. Yay! Yay! Yes. Welcome, welcome. Yay. He is a massive, massive Hannibal Lecter fan. Fun fact. Fun I fact. am to the point of... <laughs> To the point of writing a book about it. Yeah, that's it's what I was insane. Say. I didn't know what I was allowed to say. You are writing a Hannibal Lecter book, is that right? Yeah, I, 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 I am, and I feel like I should be embarrassed by it, but it's just like the coolest gig I've ever gotten in my life, just like writing this kind of, you know. And and by the way, I've got to stress, like, this is by far my longest novel. Like, it's not a novel, it's a, it's a non-fiction book. It's like 110,000 words. I've never written Ooh. anything that long. Like, 
like in terms of fiction, I can't go that long. But when yeah, it comes your thrillers to are like tight, right? Like eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write really short novels, but turns out I just have a lot to say about Hannibal. So who doesn't? Here we are. Who doesn't? Right. And I uh, love your, your energy. Who's your favourite uh, actor that's portrayed Hannibal? Oh, uh, Mads, Mads Mikkelsen for sure. Really? Mm. Also, oh, it's like Adrian, obvious, don't Adrian. ask me these questions because I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about it, and that's gonna be all <laughs> we talk about for the rest. <laughs> No, no, Hannibal. Let's I'm Take us off the numbers yeah. conversation. That's, that's fine. Oh, we'll circle back, <laughs> my friend. Played Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. I thought there was only Anthony Hopkins. I mean, oh, I mate, you've got to read the book. There's four. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. Uh, there's Brian Cox, uh, who played Hannibal in the 80s, pre yeah. long pre-succession Bri- in the movie. Brian Man, Cox, the physicist. Succession. Succession. Isn't succession. No, no, the succession. Uh, Logan Roy from Succession. Yeah. And then uh, oh. Anthony Hopkins. Wow. Gaspard Yuliel, who played him in the 2007 masterpiece movie Hannibal Rising, the prequel, which <laughs> in which Hannibal Lecter trains as a samurai. True story, actual film. Um, don't watch it. And mm. then Matt Nicholson in the TV show. Gabe, wow. do you think there's room for a female Hannibal next? Ooh. Well, I mean, maybe. But, I mean, the <laughs> franchise also has such great female characters as it is, like Clarice right. Starling and stuff yeah, as well, you know. Right. So, I mean, that that you know that side of it's extremely Clarice. well represented when it comes to Hannibal. <laughs> Wow, that was terrifying. Thank you. Um, um, we're going to uh, get is it back. true that, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, yeah, no, was, is it true that they, they just keep uh, regenerating or how do, how do they just, how do they justify the change of actors? Well, they yeah. just, like, they've made Red Dragon three times, like in the right. TV show Manhunter and the movie Red Dragon. They just tell the same stories over and over again with slightly different emphases. They're all remakes and reboots and reimaginings That's and everything. Great. Awesome. But if you haven't seen the TV show, I recommend it highly. It's really, really good. And then we can have a whole podcast just talking yeah. about it. Subscribe <laughs> to our Hannibal podcast. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time, Danny. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> segue between Hannibal and uh, Nano. Can you tell me, are you writing the non-fic faster than you would write a fiction book, like in terms of words per day or anything, or is it slower? No, the non-fic's done. I, I mean, well, it's sent off to the publisher, so I have heard nothing back, which is either good or bad, as we all know. Um, but it more quickly, or 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 was it just? Uh, look, honestly, because I'm doing it with this um, this sort of niche film and TV publisher in the states, and they were really, really flexible on deadline. So I kind of worked on it. It took me. It, it actually took me a long time to write in terms of actual time spent writing. But that was because I had to reread all the books, uh, rewatch all the movies, rewatch the show, take notes, do all of that stuff. And so when I sat down and actually put fingers to keys, went really, really fast. But I was re- I was writing in breaks in between like my fiction projects in between everything else. So the actual process, the, the actual like length it took me to finish the book it took me significantly longer than it normally would take me. But when I was writing, when I was actually writing, it was really fast. It was rapid because I just, you know, sat there and I was like, oh, I've got a lot to say about this topic and I'm going to say it very fast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let's go to you, Holden. Last time you were here, you freaked us all out because you were saying that there was a danger zone and everything just falls apart at a certain point. Was it 50K? It, it was, no, it was 35, 35? It was tw- I think it was 20, it was 20K to 30K was oh, the official danger zone where if your novel is going to die, it's going to die there. Excellent. And, so that's uh, the next week, I guess, we're sort of moving into that space. Right? Well, I've got plenty of time. Yeah, You're safe, got, Adrian. Safe till January. I mean, right? it doesn't preclude a novel dying sooner. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> 
And thank you for the encouragement and positive words. <laughs> it's what we're here you. for, right? Um, no, but I, I don't know. That was my theory. That was my mm, well theory. theory that 20 to 30K during nano, that's where you're going to hit that yeah. block or that, not even a block, just the moment where you're like, oh, hang on, this this might not be a whole book or, um, or you know, I don't think I have enough content. So um, what do you do? What do you do? Do you abandon ship, start something else, or do you persevere? Well, I mean, I don't want to be the the doom and gloom guy. I feel like I am now. So, so maybe I'll just <laughs> get through the danger zone. Everything's going He's to be lying. fine. Um, no, I mean, I, I've abandoned projects mm. with Nano because I just you, you sometimes do get that point where you're like, this isn't working. But more often than not, it's not like an abandoned ship moment for me. It's more um, I have made a wrong turn. I need to. Because Nano, you know, you're going so quickly, you're, you're getting a word count every day and you're like, I have to keep moving forward, I have to keep moving forward. And at, if you do get to that danger zone where, you know, say 20 to 30K and you're kind of going, I'm running out of steam, something's wrong. It's actually yeah. the point where you're like, you need to stop moving forward and use a day or two days or even a whole week if you have to and look back and work out where you did the wrong turn and fix that. And then the work yeah. will go again. Hmm. I like that. Holden and, and Gabe, did, did either of you... Like you know how they call it, win nano. Did either you get to the fifty k? Are you try- I, and are you trying now, or are you just put put well, the queue in the rack? Okay, so just for what it's worth, I'm I'm mildly superstitious about nano, and because I did it in 2016, and the problem I have with it is well, not the problem I have because I'm like I'm literally I wasn't going to do it this year. I'm working on my new book at the moment. And I wasn't going to do it as part of nano. Then I've been watching all of you guys. I've been getting the worst FOMO, and I'm just like <laughs> I want to be part of this now. So. <laughs> So I think I'm going to make myself like a late entry into it. Um, Never too late. I did Nano in 2016, and this this is going to sound like a boast, and it's a little bit of a boast, but it won't be a boast when you hear the end of the story. <laughs> I um I I started with a few friends, and I started writing this book. This idea I had in my head for a long time, and we like all met at my place first thing in the morning on the first day of November. Sat down, I started writing this manuscript, and. That day, I wrote the most words I've ever written in my life. I did 10,000 words that day. Wow. Do you want to bet if any of them were any good? Because I read <laughs> back over them afterwards and I was like, so, you know, because I, I hit that 10,000 word mark, I was buzzing. I, like, I was, you know, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Like, what a great start. And I hit the 50. Like, I, I hit the 50 and everything. And then I just completely ran out of steam after that. Like, yeah. the novel wasn't finished. It went beyond that. I think I got to, like, 55, and I just lost any sight of what was going on. And I thought, okay, so I'll do what you normally do. I go, okay, I'm going to go back, read, and see where I've taken a wrong turn. And then I went back and I read, and I found that the entire book was a wrong turn. It was just bad. It was just right. really bad, really ill-conceived. And part of the reason for that is that you shouldn't write 10,000 words in a day. Like, it's not, it's not going to be good. It's like, at a certain point, you're just making stuff up to try to fill, you know, your self-imposed yeah. idea of what this amazing word count would be and it just got me off to the worst start where i was just writing crap non-stop so so that soured me a little bit and that's, then... that's my work process gabe that's how i that's like <laughs> that's bad news for adrian well, you have to write ten thousand tomorrow <laughs> well yeah. you know um i mean I, i'm sorry to put you off it by talking about what a bad idea it is but and then i tried it again the next year and i just i, I, I ran, it's, it's just like holden was saying i ran out of steam with the project again really early on so but look this year i'm I'm, I'm semi-cheating because I, I started writing this book before Nano, but like in, in fits and starts with another project. So at the start of November, I think I only had like 2,000 words or something, but I've really kind of hit, I've, I've, I've hit like a really good run on the new manuscript and I'm, I'm sitting on 17K at the moment. Right. So I'm like, I feel like if I am to start Nano now, I feel like it more or less kind of lines up and, and so far the flow has been good. So maybe third time's the charm. 
I'll accept yeah. it. Adrian doesn't like any rule breaking, but you're good with oh. me. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't. Uh, Holden. Yeah. Where well, are you at, my friend? I mean, well, you, you've got the ridiculous poster, the ridiculous cap on. I mean, you're probably going to tell me that the advantage was fair in the final quarter when it clearly wasn't. you got to tell listeners. They can't see him. He's wearing Collingwood stuff. Makes me <laughs> want to throw my computer out the window. I genuinely, when you said ridiculous, I genuinely thought you were going to comment on the giant, incredible Hulk hands behind me <laughs> and not my sports team. But, um, yeah, you know, Flag Pies 2023, we won yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so you're not going to like me, Adrian, because I cheat. Well, I don't cheat. <laughs> I That's don't... why we're friends, Holden. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you've got I a lot a of allies on this podcast. With no scruples whatsoever. Um, <laughs> no, I, so I've, I'm like half, I'm half writing new stuff and I'm half editing existing chapters because I'm, I'm working on a second draft at the moment. So um, there is kind of, it's something like 18 chapters of this book that are skeletal crappy versions of the first draft versions of those chapters that I've decided to keep. And there's 12 chapters that I'm writing from scratch. Um, but most of what I've done so far is is uh, is new words from scratch. I literally just did the sums while you guys were adding up your numbers earlier. Mm. Um, what are we at? I've, well, well, including the editing, which is cheating, you I'm at thirty three thousand eight hundred. Okay, I've changed my mind. You can't include it. I've changed my cheating. mind. You can't include it. I, I knew every, no, hang on. I knew everyone would say that, which is why I also went through and deducted. The, the edited chapters out so you can look at just purely the new words and i've only edited words only count for seven thousand so i've i've written twenty seven thousand. oh wow um, which good. is wild i'm happy um i will have a total burnout tomorrow or where i just slump and can't write anything for a few days but that uh, sounds like more than 888 <laughs> is that what Adrian did? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you, they're really good ones. Like you know, and I, it's a lucky chance, number. Really. And Nano's not about good, is it? <laughs> That's <laughs> like right. More data on the page. That's what Gabe said. You know, you don't want to be going off in the wrong direction. And I'm just sure. making sure yeah. that I'm heading in the right direction. He's doing um, uh, Nano Rimo that goes to April. And I feel like I just feel like Nano is it just if you're naturally a binge writer, like if that's in your DNA as a, as a writer, which it is uh-huh. for me, it's like like Nano was made for for writers mm-hmm. like like us, you know, like it's just like yeah, I, I will, I'm going to do this anyway, whether there's a month for it or not. I'm going to be like a little manic psycho word monkey, you know. For, well, that's how I should have described you in the Who Am I? <laughs> Manic psycho <laughs> word monkey. <yeah. laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> you described yourself. <laughs> well, do you, have any, do you have any tips for us? Um, you know, you two, uh, for for the four of us, you know, nano amateurs. And or our many n- listeners. Not particular binge writers, I don't think any of us are we, or I'm I'm not particularly a, a, a strong binge writer in mm. my writing life. I'm lucky to squeeze out a thousand or fifteen hundred. Two thousand would be like a max in a day for me. Mm. Yeah, me too. I'm a binge eater. Is that sort of <laughs> similar sort of thing or no? Yeah. No, it doesn't doesn't count. Okay. Um yeah, any tips, guys? What do you what do you reckon? Oh, I, I bet Gabe has lots of tips. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm a cautionary tale on this one. Um look, yeah, I don't know. I like because uh, I think I used to be a binge writer. Like I really, I really was, and I, you know, I I I wrote a lot in kind of one sitting here and there. I'm I'm not so much anymore. It's like I I'm usually nowadays I'm more of like a thousand word a day kind of guy. So it's like so because because like 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 Adrian, I prefer to kind of, you know, I, I become a bit more like I I'd rather I write one thousand really good words or even like five hundred really good words as opposed to ten thousand crap words, uh, yeah. as I learned. But um, but yeah, look, I don't know. I, I think like I don't know. I'm as somebody who has been very much the, I must write a certain amount every single day. I think just be like, if you're in a project that's really, really good and and you're really feeling it and you're vibing it, then I think my only bit of advice, which I think is something that we all probably agree with anyway, is like, don't be too rigid about nano because the last thing you want to be doing is forcing yourself to hit word counts every day to the point where it spoils something really good that's going on, I, I think. That's yeah, the yeah. big thing. And that's that's why I've been skeptical about rejoining it again because I'm feeling really good about what I'm writing. And I and I know myself well enough to know that I'm going to be like, I've got to hit the 1600 every single day and I've got to work for it and stuff. And, and then if I start doing that, I just know that I'm going to lose the momentum I've got. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 sort of back and forth on it at the moment, but look, I'm probably going to join it. I'm probably going to be right there with you guys because I just I, the FOMO is winning out. So, <laughs> love FOMO. <laughs> the project would dictate to you in a way how fast it needs to be written. Yeah, right? some things. I think it's the only way to write fast. anything, really. Like our publishers would disagree, but you know, like it's <laughs> that's that's the gig. Mm. So, if you're if you're like um, uh, rigid. <laughs> which is the term you use, Gabriel. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, introduce that into the conversation. If you're rigid, um, do you? Uh, are you? Uh, how do you sort of pants it? Like, is there a? Holden's there a, not like, coping at the moment. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> so, uh, uh, let me rephrase that. Uh, if you're rigid, how do you pants it? <laughs> If you're not really a pantser, if you're not a binge writer, if you, yeah. if you just sort of plot along, how do you make it work? Can you make nano work so, for you? So I'm going through this, like, I'm going through this wild experience in this new book. So, so I'm, I'm working on my new, my new manuscript at the moment and I'm, I'm not a pantser. Like I, I'm probably like, I think most of us sit somewhere on the spectrum between plotting and pantsing, right? Like, I think there are very few people who are squarely one or squarely the other. And so with this, usually I have like a rough plan and then I plan more specifically before I write the chapters, but I like to be surprised. I like to be able to follow the story down different directions if the story dictates that's where they have to go. And that's been my process on almost everything I've ever written. This book, I have just absolutely struggled to plan. Like I keep sitting down, I keep trying to plot it out. I keep trying to work out an outline and it's just not working. And then the other day I was like, look, what if I just write the first chapter and just... Just, I, I know what's going to happen in the first chapter. What if I just write the first chapter, get a feel for the voice, and just see how it works? I wrote the first chapter, and I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. I'll write the second one now. And now I'm 70,000 words in with no plan. Mm. And this <laughs> is totally, totally new for me. I like, this is that. not how I normally write. This is the kind of writing that scares me. This is the kind of writing that I, I don't trust myself, not having some kind of roadmap to follow for when I get lost in the reads. But so far, it kind of seems to be working. So, I mean, look, normally... Like with Nano previously, when I tried it before, I, I I I had a plot in place, you know, I had a roadmap to follow. This time I don't. And so I, I don't have an answer, Adrian, to like, to how do I pants it? Because I don't normally pants it. So this is entirely uncharted territory for me that's, mm. you know, scaring the hell out of me. But at the same time, it's sort of like, I, I think that every book, as we all know, it's like every book 
kind of no no two books the same in terms of process right it's like they all sort of teach you how to write them and they all have different requirements and it's it's scary to me that this one is so so drastically different to the other ones but um but yeah i don't know it's like it's a i'm a i'm a virgin pantser what can i say <laughs> but you can put in a roadmap anytime you want right that's so true as well that's absolutely that true anytime. too yeah. yeah but so Often. far i just i haven't found one so i'm just oh, that's just good going with it Rigid yeah, but if you can find in. that flow, yeah, and, yeah, uh, happy days. Well, I mean, that's Can't what lose us all it. so much of the time, right? So it's like the moment you, you know, you never, you never look a gift book in the mouth, right? Like the moment you start getting that flow, it's like, well, I'm going to do whatever I can to sustain it because we all know how yeah. easy it is. To, like as Holden said, get to a point and then suddenly it just, it just pisses off on us, and we're like, we were getting on so well. I thought, <laughs> I thought you liked me, and now mm-hmm. you run away to the winds. Yeah, yeah, story of my life. Alden Shepherd subtly fobbed the tips question off to Gabriel. Oh, that's no, right. I have there nothing was, intelligent to there say. There's right nothing now. subtle about it. I Holden. think I think you tips really can help know. us approach the line of desire. So yeah, tell well, us about your tips. Well, I was uh, I guess around the plotting pantsing stuff. And no, Holden, have you ever had blonde tips? <laughs> I have had proper frosted like blonde Ooh, tips. Nice. Like, when I first, you have. like I think every. Every gay guy goes through it when you first come out and you're like, oh, I can do whatever I want now. And, you end up on that. and yeah. it's pretty embarrassing. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was 21. You know, I was experimenting. <laughs> um, it, yeah, there's photos. I can do Can you them. post them? That'd be yeah, great. <laughs> I, I will post the oh, tips um, Those are all the tips I really have. No, I, I think the only other thing I was going to say when we talked about like <laughs> when you're in that flow state and like I agree with what Gabe was saying around like, you know, don't force it. Like if it's not flowing, then... Yeah, the bigger picture is not actually meeting the word count. The bigger picture mm. is get your story done right. So um, do that. Um, but what I was going to say is like, you know, sometimes when you're like really like forcing words out and you're like, I, I need to get enough words and you focus on like, I don't know about anyone else, but like my words become really prosaic and like nothing, like there's just nothing to them. And it's just really beige. Yeah. And hot mechanical. Dum, 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 I just got to get these words out. And so like, I, I try to like when I get to that point where I'm like, this is getting a bit nothing. Like this is not very creative and not very interesting. I'm just putting words on a page. I start to go like, okay, what if I apply like the same principle of nano in terms of word count to like the weirdness in my own head? And you know, I actually just go a little bit stream of consciousness and just like just fling out everything. So like that same principle of any word, any words are good words because they count. Like literally any thought, just put it all out there as a stream wow. of questions exercise because it'll get cut if it's bad. But you might get a little glimmer of something really bizarre that otherwise wouldn't have been there. So that's my only my it's only a tip. Great, other than the great, frosted ones. The great frosted tip. The great frosted <laughs> tip from Holden Shepherd. Um, and in terms of, were you asking Danny about plotting pantsing? Is that the question, or was that... I don't even know what the question was, but just talk about plotting or pantsing. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, I. I think I'm actually a bit of a plotter, which is weird because in life I'm a pantser. Like I'm, I'm a little bit pants man. I'm yeah. not even sure what we're talking about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, but I am a little bit chaotic in life. But in, um, but in my writing, it's like very Excel spreadsheet column mm. by column. Here is my wow. pants that is column. interesting. And here's like it's it's extremely unsexy and it's. <laughs> Um, so Adrian, Adrian and Christy just both sat up there and they were yeah. like, are they rigid? Spreadsheet. 
So mm. I think it's very sexy, actually, Holden. <laughs> okay. Well, that's nice to know because I've always kind of fobbed it off, but maybe it's my best asset. Yeah. Uh, so I have, yeah. I have these very sexy Excel spreadsheets, but uh, I plot, you know, chapter by chapter, every detail, you know, setting uh, characters in this scene, uh, what date does this take place? Where does it take place? What are the main points that happen in this chapter that have to happen? Um, and I need that because I get very, um, if it's a blank page and I know there's like 80,000, 90,000 words, I'm terrified. But if I can break it down to like each chapter, yeah. it's going to be about 3,000 words and each of them, I know what's going to happen and where it's going to happen. It just becomes so much easier. It's like putting up scaffolding and, and you're like, okay, I can build the building now because I've got all this stuff around and it stops being 90,000 words of terror and it's like Ooh, little like 3,000 word blocks that I can... 90,000 words of terror. Sounds like a fun park for writers. <laughs> like a, sounds like Jack Heath's next book, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then this one is really, um, this one's really hard. This is the first time I've written a whole book from like one narrator. So I've always, mm. I've always written books with yeah, three multiple. YA, multiple narrators. So each of them only has 30,000 words of their own story. Mm. And that's quite sustainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's head for 30,000 words. But mm. this one, it's, it's one really, like, he's an, an angry, drunk, abrasive dude. Mm. And we have to sit with him for 90,000 words. And it's actually a lot harder to sustain that. So mm. um, it's we have to sit challenge. with Tristan for podcasts. I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was, that was very interesting. And we thank you so much, Holden and Gabe, for your time. Love your tips. Good luck with your writing. Update us as time goes yes. on. See if you can meet the line of desire. So what are you both trying to hit? What are you trying to hit at the end of the month? Oh, um, I'm probably, yeah. probably just the 50 at this stage, I reckon. Like if yeah. I can, if I can manage that by the end of November, I'm going to feel pretty good about myself, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. I'm I'm barreling for eighty to eighty-five. I'm Jeez. trying to actually get the whole book done by the third of November. Um, yeah. Then I will collapse. But um, if I can do it, that'd be great. Yeah. Well. Good luck. It is foretold. <laughs> oh, come on. Wrangling it. Spoken. Hang on a sec. Hang, Hang on. on. It Goodness is, gracious. Uh, it is it, foretold. Well, is it? Uh, hang on. Yes, it is. It is foretold. <laughs> oh, goodness, <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well done, guys. I hope you get to those those uh, various lofty heights. That would be amazing. Um, and uh, Gabe, if you ever need someone to walk your cavoodles, I'm putting my hand up, and it'll keep your keep your flow state going, and uh, <laughs> and I can avoid my own writing. So that'd be perfect. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, they they largely help me avoid mine. You know, they're the best procrastination <laughs> technique I've ever come across. So have dogs um, and let them consume your life. Uh, no, thanks. I, yeah, no, please come walk my dogs because they, I mean... <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> thank you so much. Love both of you and your work. And thanks so much for joining us with your hot frost tips. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Nano Gang, for having us. And good luck to you guys for your projects. And really importantly uh, to Adrian, go pies. Oh, <laughs> you've ruined it right at the end, Holden. I, I, I don't, I don't give a crap about footy, so I'm not going to poison this well and just say all the best and, and good luck and thanks for having us. Much better, much better, much better way to end it. Yep. <laughs> Bye, guys. guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Oh, I love secret guests. Yeah, well, that was educational, wasn't it? I thought they had both had excellent, excellent tips. I love that thing of not pushing it, not getting too attached to the line of desire, not getting so obsessed with it that you'll actually 
like sully the work, you know what I mean? And then, because you do, sometimes you look back at a really quickly written thing, even if you're enjoying it, and you realise that almost every chapter is unusable and it's like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah. The thing yeah, that's, this, the numbers is what motivates me though. Like that's what keeps me going. Otherwise I'd be like, oh, I can skip a day. I can skip a yeah. day. So it's the number yeah. that keeps me getting up early or finding that hour in the day or trapping myself in the car to do the words. <laughs> story I find, and I, and I don't have it every time, um, but on a couple of occasions when I've, when the story is so compelling that that's the thing that gets me up. That's when I feel best. Yeah. Know, like when you and you can't you can't force that and sometimes you discover it halfway through the writing or whatever but i i love it when that's the thing when there's that sort of um yeah the, the compulsion because of the story yeah absolutely that's what we've all got to find in the next week because when we meet again twenty-five thousand words halfway mark so <laughs> daddy's pulling a face <laughs> I don't know why you're pulling your face because you're on. You're, most of you are on track. So twenty five thousand words, and obviously all the wonderful uh, listeners that are also doing nano alongside us. Uh, next time we meet in a week's time, twenty five k is. So what you literally have for. to do twenty four thousand words, Adrian. I have to do about twenty four in. Uh, so how many is that? How many is that a day? Two and a half days, you'd be done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it would be double, right? So it's around three thousand a day ish. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I, what's what's the stumbling block? Is it the project? Is it your daily life? Like, because daily life is big hassle. Let's, yeah, let's be daily clear. Life is a big God, hassle, isn't it? it is. Yeah. Let's be clear. <laughs> oh, look, we've all we've all got uh, we've all got lots of stuff on. Um, so uh, you know, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Just um, I've got to be better at time management. I've got to crack on. I, I think you know. I initially I was thinking I was going to do. Uh, that kind of full-on YA sort of thing, right? Mm. And then uh, Tristan in the in the group chat that we have, <laughs> he uh, he let me know a few home truths about uh, you know the struggles uh, in writing YA books in particular. And I thought, well, maybe I'll veer away from that. Um, and I was lucky I did because <laughs> I started. I just, can I just correct you on that? You say <laughs> you weren't going to do it, and so I just shared with you um, some information that I'd heard about, yeah. about YA. Yeah you know about the challenges of of why yeah. so, yes you did wait till after i'd said that i wasn't going to do it before you sort of uh, put the nail in the coffin um <laughs> but I, I was kind of i was i was, I was, I was look, reading um fourth wing has anyone read fourth wing no i started reading that and realized it's very very similar to what i had in mind oh, and <laughs> there's uh, no point even trying uh, that's an absolute blockbuster so that um, anyway. is um really good advice there's no point in even trying <laughs> That's right, exactly. So, Adrian, um, really early on in my career, I had this killer idea for a book and I was super pumped about it and I'd researched it and I was writing it and I was loving it and a very similar book came out mm -hmm. and so I ditched my project and I shouldn't have done that. I should have kept writing it because the way... kept writing Barry Potter. <laughs> well, I thought of it first. No. <laughs> um, I should have kept writing it because the way that I was writing it would have been so different to the way that that published book was. Yeah. Yeah, That's and right. you don't have to publish it this year. You can publish it in five years' time. You just write what's in your heart. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> so what's the project now, OB? I don't really know what the project is. I'm just oh, sort of no. fiddling around the season, trying to come up with something because... Um, I feel like we need an intervention, guys. No, 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 no. To the Fourth Wing project because I think what Christy said is very wise advice. Even if you tried to write a sequel to Fourth Wing, I'm yeah. sure 
nothing like it. You know, when you say, I'm going to write this like Roald Dahl, or I'm going to write this yeah. like, mm. and then you write it and you read it back, you go, it's absolutely nothing like either of those writers. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I think, I think maybe, maybe there's something in it. That so if you've that, done a whole U-turn on, on the YA thing. I was just, I think I was just sharing with you information on the, the mm. challenges of, of yeah. getting in the publishing industry yeah for sure yeah okay yeah i've seen numbers on those too and they are tricky. doesn't mean they can't work but they're hard they're hard at and, the and moment australian ya is is a tough space but that's perhaps that's even more reason that you need to write the compelling book that is going to turn teen readers on and and make them pick up a book you know and really if you wanted to change a ya to a middle grade it'd only be a a few minor adjustments, would it not? Well, I tell you what, I was listening because I got fourth wing on an audio book, and I tell you, there's a few fruity moments in just in that in that there, and I was Ooh, I was listening to it, and I thought I don't know if I could write this sort of stuff. Like this saucy, is... you saying? Yeah, a little saucy? bit saucy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and you could write it. I'd read it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think don't think I could write it with well, a straight face. Well, you could either go and change your YA to middle grade or to yes. romance erotica. I could go either way at this you point. Could go absolutely. either way, mate. <laughs> and I'm here for both. Now, how's your feminist middle grade going? I know we've got to wrap this up, but what about our last few words on everyone yeah. else's projects? Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm really sort of feeling the voice of the character. You'd hope so after 12,000 words. Um, I don't want to say a stumbling block, but where I'm sort of finding it a little bit tricky is I, I've got two parallel narratives, one in contemporary, don't need a lot of research for that. Um, but the other parallel narrative set in medieval times, I do, like, I did study medieval literature and all that, but you still need to research those little finer details. Mm. So I'm having to go and do research as I write because I'm like, oh, what did they eat or what kind of, and I, oh, I learned some spells as well. So that was cool. <laughs> that <laughs> is cool. About herbs and what to do and how to make people disappear with some black salt. So that's really interesting. And I'm, I'm really finding that really interesting um, about the witch burning. And... But what do you mean about the stumbling bit? What you said? Oh, you... just because it stops the flow of writing. Oh, the research. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I spoke to Jack Heath yesterday and I've got a little bit of a snippet for him in Ooh. a following episode. Um, but he just said, just stop the research and just write and you can do the research later. Check and so right. I'm trying to do that, but in sometimes I need it to tell the story. Like today I needed to know how they, you know, how midwifery worked in medieval period. Because mm. I only know from my own context. So I did have to do research it's in a order to write in this thing. room, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, look, really enjoying it, loving the medieval part. Um, but there's a bit of research I've got to do, which is probably expected when you do historical fiction. True, true. Oh well, well good luck, Christy. Christy Byrne, the human yeah. sunbeam. <laughs> I feel like Danny, the research, like when you do take a break and do the research, because I'm doing a heap of research at the moment. I'm doing these really sometimes an hour-long interviews with uh, trackers who were alive during the Gemini missions, people who wow. worked up there, um, kids who were around in Carnarvon at the time. Mm. And it's just like speaking to them is so inspiring. And then they'll drop something into the interview that leads the narrative off in a whole place that I didn't yep. think it would go. So yeah. I'm kind of, I'm not plotting because it, I'm trying to make it as true as I can, but I'm also pantsing at the same time because it's not going to be nonfiction. It can't be nonfiction. So it's this kind of really fun halfway land where I'm mm. being inspired by reality but making my own choices creatively. I'm really loving it. I love that. Maybe. And I did the nanny do a nanny, zanny, zanny notebook. Ah. I was going to go nanny zote book. Mm. Um, idea here and mm. when I do have you know 
time when I'm not the headspace to write, I'll just, you know, Google some things about what I think I yeah. need to know and I'll yeah. just write it in the book. And I found some really famous witches um, back in medieval period, which I'm going to focus on. So the book's been really good. So thank you, Zanny. Oh, and when I get stuck, I do the same thing. I look at all my scribbles and that gets me unstuck because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's a thread. I could write a little bit on that. Yeah. How are you going, Tristan? Uh, yeah, self-help book. I, I like this thing of being able I've got all those notebooks to be able to um, have a conversation with. So, you know, how if you don't, uh, it's, a, it's kind of a monologue if you're just making the thing up within your imagination and you don't have anything to talk to. It sounds like, Christy, it sounds like you both have kind of stuff to have a conversation with. You know, you're bouncing off this thing yeah. and, you're fine. and that leads you to, and so I'm reading through a lot of dross that I've written, like a lot of just mm. boring, terrible moaning, yeah. whatever. But then you get yeah. line, a particular line and it's just a one-liner for a book or you're seeing, you're seeing certain books that you've written that you were like um, the, the first little wonderings about that thing. And what if there was a book about blah, blah, and you go, oh, and then you see, you see that evolve over a couple of notebooks kind of thing. And it's quite fun insight into the creative process and how, you know, all of those ideas that have turned out to be finished things, you really didn't know when you're in those early days. And even years into the project, you're still reaching out and trying to find it. And it's just fascinating seeing those sort of layers, that process of accretion as this, the, the sort of sediment kind of builds up to finally create this thing that, that becomes something that's worth reading. And it must be so satisfying having all those years of notes that you've written and sort of collating and watching your own journey and seeing how that might resonate with other people. That must be so satisfying. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, in, a, in a way, I mean, it, it's partly kind of, you know, you're so, um, but you realise how boring you are and you realise how you should just, you know, get over yourself and stop complaining about stuff or stop going over the same thing that you keep on saying. I should do this and why don't I do that and why don't I make a feature film or why don't I all these things that you don't ever so part of it is like um if you're going to keep talking about it and you're not going to do it just accept that it's never going to get done but then there are also certain things that you do go on and on and on and on and on about for years and then finally you do actually do the thing so um I don't know it's a, it's a really interesting insight into the subconscious and I'm hoping that some of the insights that I'm getting will be useful in some form as a book or as an online course or as a, a something mm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah i think we all need to turn our attention to our friend adrian who yes. we may sledge we may sledge all the time but we dearly love mm. so that's true what do you need how can we help you yes. should we bug you every day should I drop you a DM and go, right, man, or what do you need? Some more cream eggs? What is it you need, buddy? Oh, that's a good idea. Some cream eggs. That might get me through. No, look, I just uh, I had a, I had a pretty busy start to the month, so now I feel like I'm going to crunch everything into three weeks and what could possibly go wrong. So don't worry nothing, about me, folks. Nothing. I'm worried. Will, I will be coming home strong. With All the right. wind at my back, galloping down the. We're street. organising a very big um, children's literature event this yeah, week. I am, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> it's taking up a fair bit of time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us quickly what the event is. It's called the Big Bookish Arvo. It's got uh, heaps of amazing creator, book creators and illustrators, uh, authors. We're all getting together at the Richmond Library Theatreette. Uh, on Sunday from one pm, and uh, in fact, it's got a few. 
a few names that you might know involved. We've got uh, Matt Cosgrove and Eva Amores. We've got Nathan Luff, Chris Kennett, Adam Wallace, Lucinda Gifford, Jack Henselite, uh, Chris Kennett again, because they do another book together, and Chrissy Krebs. So um, if wow. you've got some kids out there that might like to have an afternoon of fun, uh, jump on board. Just, just go straight to bemorebookish.com. You'll find all the details. Horrible FOMO. So thanks. What a lineup. Yeah. Good afternoon. It'll be good fun. 1 p.m. Sunday. Be yeah. there. <laughs> right. And in other news, I just, uh, Holden just slid into my DMs and sent me a picture of him with frosted tips. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Straight to Winston's <laughs> <start>. Yes. <laughs> good, luck to, uh, good luck this week, everyone. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Ouch. All right. Good luck, everyone. All right. See you next time. See you, everybody. Good luck. Thanks for listening to The Nano Game. This is a Words and Nerds spin-off series. If you're on The Nano Journey with us, we hope you're smashing out the words. See you next time on The Nano Game. Yeah. Woo!